Welcome to Soap Talk with Sarah, a forum to banter about daytime's number one soap opera, The Young and the Restless. I am your host, Sarah Warsey, a loyal fan of the show for the longest time. Join me in my banter about the latest storylines, news, gossip, and so much more as The Young and the Restless celebrates 50 years on the air. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Soap Talk with Sarah. This is episode four of season two, and it's called Hopeful or Hopeless Romantics. So let's start with the lovely Phyllis. Writers, please, please stop ruining Phyllis's character by turning her into some pitiful woe is me person who is pining after something that is, or someone rather, that is completely non-existent. Like any kind of connection with Daniel, Danny, I'm still annoyed that they disrupted what I thought was a really nice thing going on with him and Christine. And now it's just taken a very petty turn where Danny is now feeling backed into a corner and has no clue what he wants. Really lame. Also, like father, like son, right? Daniel has also proven to be a total letdown. And side note, I got reminded on X this week that Daniel is actually not Danny's biological son. I knew this, but had completely forgotten about it. Daniel's real father is a gentleman named Brian Hamilton, No relation to Devon Hamilton, not yet at least, but with how the writing is lately, I wouldn't be surprised if down the road it somehow came up that they were two distant cousins or something. You never know. Anyways, how they have portrayed Daniel to be this cheating bastard while Lily has been away tending to her children is just a complete fail. Now, I liked Heather when she first came back but they have turned her into a total opportunist in all of this. It's just become too obvious that the writers are trying to create conflict for the sake of a storyline, and it's just falling short. And for Daniel to actually think he could just smooth things over with Lily and remain friends just screams entitlement. More on this in my fun fact for today, though, so stay tuned. Also, Has Phyllis been living under some kind of a rock, or is Genoa City really that selective about what they report on in the media? She actually has no clue about the whole Ann Jordan thing up till now. This was evident when her and Nick were catching up at society this week. Also, I had to contain myself when she started reminding Nick about how much she cared for him, etc. It's almost like she was trying her hand at him now after the door was essentially shutting on her by Danny, although she still seems to have some hope that there's something there. Poor delusional Phyllis. <laughs> Again, I love Phyllis's character in general, but this lackluster storyline of hers with just aimlessly seeking out her own happiness at the expense of those around her is honestly just going nowhere and it needs to end. I honestly think she would have made a great pairing with Jeremy Stark. They both had that edge to them and it just worked in my opinion. They had a connection, but again, crappy writing got in the way and the character was prematurely written off. 
Okay, moving on to Nikki. First off, I'd like to say that Melody Thomas Scott has done a phenomenal job playing drunk Nikki. I just hate to see Nikki like this in general. Where are they going with this whole storyline anyway? I mean, we clearly haven't seen the last of Jordan since those cryptic phone calls have started again. But in all of this, there's that whole angle of Jack and Nikki bonding over him being her sponsor and all. At least Victor is no longer in the dark about that. But now Diane is likely going to have a problem with Jack being so close to Nikki and all of this. Just seems like more predictable circles. On to Ashley and Tucker. I ranted about this on the last episode, and here I am doing an encore, because this darned storyline won't end. This he-said-she-said crap about what happened in Paris has basically turned into a case of Ashley losing her marbles. It does seem like she is finally remembering what really happened, which was that Tucker in fact did not flip out the way that she kept convincing herself that he had. But honestly, they have completely squeezed the life out of whatever this storyline was supposed to have been. So now Ashley's going nuts? Tucker doesn't give a hoot about her. He's moved on with Audra. Her threats, quite frankly, are likely going to fall on deaf ears, especially if she's starting to realize for herself that her distorted version of events were in fact wrong. Even her family was starting to doubt her. I just hate what they are doing to her. Get Ashley back in the Javot lab with her white lab coat and have her do her magic by creating these wonderful scents and perfumes. I really miss those days. You know, back in the the late 90s, early 2000s, when she was just kind of just doing her thing and being a chemist. Let's get that Ashley back. Now it seems like all we ever see are people, including herself, just sitting around drinking at the athletic club or society or having a romp in one of the hotel rooms. Let's get a little bit more creative, shall we? Okay, now on to Summer in Chance. I will say this much. Now that they've been forced upon us as love interests, I don't mind them together. They do have some chemistry there. However, it is weird as hell for Chance to now be dating his ex-girlfriend's former stepdaughter, I think. Put another way, Nick's ex-wife and now his daughter. Yikes. And also, Chance was previously married to Abby, which is Nick's sister. I feel like we've seen worse in soap opera land, so this really shouldn't surprise me. Anyway, that is going to do it for today. But before we go, it is time for this week's fun fact. Okay, so according to Soap Opera Magazine, Amanda is going to be making a return with an agenda to give Lily some serious ammunition against Daniel. Sorry, Daniel, that amicable friendship you were hoping to maintain is likely not going to happen. Apparently, we are in for some serious fireworks, which may include Daniel being ousted from Omega Sphere, his gaming empire. This should be interesting. Lily and Amanda would have found some common ground after having felt the wrath of betrayal. So if there's any consolation to what is currently a very crappy storyline, the fiery fallout will hopefully make it all worthwhile. All right, folks. So that's going to do it for this week. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Please leave your feedback for today's episode. And please be sure to continue the conversation with me on X. My handle is SarahYR20. And... Until next time, take care.
Thank you for listening to Soap Talk with Sarah. The show is available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, join me on X between episodes at SarahYR20. That's at SarahYR20. And if you like what you're listening to, please hit that follow button wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for the love. Until next time, take care.